Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning. Well, it's Monday and the excitement is building for World Cup 2023. The 33 players who'll carry the nation's hopes have been selected. What do you make of the overall selection? Um, very consistent. Very, no surprises really. Um, yeah, um, a very, very typical Andy Farrell squad. So when you look at uh, the actual selection itself, I'm going to start with the Wexford man, Tyg Furlong. Now 30 years of age, he's uh, the prop and reckoned to be the best in the world. Is he still right up there? Do you reckon he is the number one in the world or where is he at this point in time? Um, I think he's been, you know, his his potential is, uh, is, is there. I think he's had a pretty hard kind of 18 months with injuries just going from injury to injury to injury. He seems like he's had a good um a good preseason and a good you know good time to get all those injuries uh, away from him. Like you just can't you can't pick as a player when you get those uh, when you get those bouts of injuries. Um but what we what's undoubtedly is when you have a fully fit uh firing Tyke Furlong, he's up there with the with the best in the world because he just gives you that um ball playing ability that few few forwards have in the in in the world let alone uh, tight forwards he is going into his third world cup uh, garden on the basis of experience how important is that he was there in 2015 there in 2019 having that wealth of experience does that make a huge difference yeah i, I think it does but i think what's going to be what's going to be so important for ireland is the stability like Physically and metaphorically, that uh, Furlong and Porter give the Irish scrum because you look at what South Africa were were doing in the in the scrum, um, and Argentina, France, they have so much power there. And when we have those two guys fit and firing, they just give such a strong platform for Ireland. So I think his experience is a nice to have. What we need is a we need a strong, aggressive Tyg Furlong. Um, holding the, being the being the real cornerstone of our Irish set piece. When you look at the average age of this squad, this is an old squad, isn't it, Gordon? I mean, for for many of these lads, this is their final opportunity to try and clinch the ultimate, isn't it? It is, it is. But I think they're there on they're there on merit, which is the I suppose the best thing you can say. Um, there's very little, like as much as Andy Farrell is. You know, a great. You know, he's been there as a player, and he's you know he's had all those range of emotions. You know, guys being at the start of their career, their end of the career. He doesn't seem overly sentimental, as in that's going to outweigh his better judgment. So everybody that's there is there on merit. There was three games over the last four weeks, um, plenty of opportunity for players to put their hands uh, hands up and put their player put their case forward in training, um, and. You know he's gone with the right. with the guys. And I think the fact that it's an older squad just is a, is a reflection of how well those guys are playing. I mean, from your own playing experience, when you bring a squad of thirty three players to a tournament like this, how do you keep everyone happy? Uh, how do you keep everybody happy? Um, winning is a great is a great way is 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 a, is a great way of doing that. Um, because if you're winning, generally the players that are on the field are kind of doing their job. And then I suppose it's what it is then is around the clouds who aren't playing is keeping them motivated and challenging them to put pressure on the on the players that, that are there. But I think for this squad, particularly with the way the games have fallen and the way Sexton hasn't played yet, I think 
there's going to be an awful lot of the games shared across the squad. So right up until the quarter final, there's going to be, I think it'll be a fairly easy job keeping the keeping the squads settled and happy. Um, they just got to get the results to, to yeah. keep that to keep to keep that I suppose feeling they have in the camp at the moment. They've just got to keep the results coming. But looking at the weekend results, then particularly Fiji's win over England and the hammering by South Africa of New Zealand, is that an indicator at this stage of what's likely to happen? Or do you just literally pack those results and forget about them now? What, what's your view on that, Gordon? No, I think there's there's more to us than um, I think there has been in previous years. Like that was a fully loaded English team, and Fiji took them apart. Um, I think the, some of the results South Africa um, going into showing how well they timed their run into tournaments um, and the other one was France against Australia like a proper a proper beating of uh, you know a tier you know you know one of the top teams in the in the world on the in the last match before the the tournament so you know and I think Ireland um, with a very very mixed team struggled against a very strong Simone team um, so I think those performances yeah. are a good indication of what's coming in this in this tournament you've had injury yourself in your own career and it's uh, can be soul destroying how how do you think uh, Keen Healy is feeling today and there's a lot of people feeling for him yeah like listen the I I put my calf on the day we were due to fly out to New, uh, New Zealand 2011 now it was a 10-day injury, so it was fine. Just didn't play the, the first match. But I think you can just see the range of emotion in Keane's face when he got up and just the head just hits off the, the doc's uh, shoulder. He knew it as soon as he got up that it wasn't a good injury. And, like, listen, sport is so cruel and passionate and beautiful, all in the same, uh, the range of emotions that go through it. Um, is It's just, you, as a player, you never get to pick when uh, the good days or the bad days arrive and this is just uh, unfortunately for Kean is uh, one of those days that he's just no control over and you know it's a it's a ter- it's a terrible it's a terrible uh, sign off for him in uh, from yeah. international rugby as you and I both know there's a huge impetus and a huge influence and a huge uh, support for rugby here in Wexford uh, and you're very familiar with it a world cup what does it mean to the sport of rugby and basically where do you think our chances are do you, can we do it this year <laughs> um, I'll just give my I'll just give my uh, my magic eight ball a quick quick shake here. Um, no, like I think there's a there's a this is a I think since 2015 is probably the last time of, like so the you know there was such anticipation about a uh, about a World Cup. Um, I think the squad we have, the coach we have. Um, there's a huge anticipation about it, and you know maybe when the players went away uh, for the for their holidays and stuff, there was a little bit of uh, oh, what might happen, what might not, what might not happen. Um, but there is definitely a sense of anticipation of this. For me, Ireland are in the top four teams. It's South Africa, France, New Zealand, and Ireland. And we need a bit of luck with injuries. We need a little uh, momentum in behind us, and we can definitely do something special. Um, will we win it? I think that that might be just a little bit beyond our resources or the squad depth that we have but I think we can definitely do something special and something that's never been done before Southeast Radio's Morning Mix Chat, News and Your Views